Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Bikini and the Brain podcast. I am here with the lovely Ashley Kotwasser. Hello, everyone. The how many weeks, how many days out, Ashley Kotwasser? Like a week and a half. What the heck? <laughs> what on God's green earth? It's well, almost here. It is. It is a crazy time of the year, and that is what we're going to be talking about here. Final thoughts going into the Olympia. Yes. Another journey. Another one. Another one. My 10-year anniversary, my very first Olympia, 10-year anniversary of my very first Bikini Olympia win. Um, but it's actually not my 10th Olympia because in 2017, I did not compete in it. So it's my ninth Olympia. Still pretty crazy to be that. It's basically the Super Bowl nine times. Yeah, yeah. It is pretty crazy. It is crazy. Pretty crazy. And uh, just so you guys know, um, we're going over to Orlando a uh, week from today, which will be Monday. So there will not be a YouTube version of our podcast next week. However, we are going to upload an audio-only version on Monday or so right? Yep. Monday or so. So if you want to check that out, you'll have to check out an alternative podcast platform if you're used to the YouTube. So, yep. you know, Spotify, iTunes, or where, where else are we? I mean, pretty much all of them. All yeah. of them. Podbean, all that. Podbean. Podbeans. Podbean. So <laughs> check us out there. Yeah, for sure. So Ashley, how's it been? How's the journey? <sighs> wow. Where did, where did the time go? It just seems like, just seems like it was just off season. Seems like I just walked off stage at the Vancouver Pro, and yeah. now we're here, almost Olympia time. So it's crunch time. Everything it's like, like I said, it's basically consumed my mind for the past like few months. It's the only thing I think about. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I've been putting in some some good work. Um, you know, cardio has been increased. I ran race last weekend. Um, I even was doing some extra credit walking. I've been walking around everywhere, getting in my steps. So yeah, you know, putting in the work. Yeah, it is. Work. The time did really, it, I don't remember, maybe it's every year and I just forget, but I don't remember the time coming this fast. I remember just, I honestly feel like a, a week ago, we're like, yeah, we got a month. We got eight weeks. Like it was just like a thought, you yeah. know, it was like, oh, it's just, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, boom, we're in Orlando this weekend. Like, Monday, you know, it's, it's like, I, it was really weird. Kimmer brought home a bunch of like, uh, toiletries and stuff. She's like, yeah, for your trip. I'm like, yeah, that's, I gotta start doing that. Right. Like, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nuts. So yeah, it's, it's so fast, but, um, you know, how's, how do you feel? How's your prep been? How do you feel about everything? I know it's been, you know, let me know your thoughts for the audience. I think it's good for anyone getting ready for a big show to see, Hey, what happens even at the highest level, you know? Yeah. So Especially with Olympia, I always second guess everything because, like I explained, it's um, it's not like I can move back my show date. Like if it if it were any other show, and if I wasn't ready, I'd be like, oh, uh, maybe I want to be a little tighter. I'll just wait a few more weeks and compete at another show somewhere around. Right? Can't do that with Olympia. It's here whether you like it or not. So you commit to it. You sign the contract. You got to do it. So that. That definitely puts the pressure on you better be ready ahead of time. So I'm feeling good. I, I, I think today I feel a little leaner. Um, the last few days I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to be lean enough? Am I going to be lean enough? But that's always the concern, right? It's like, am I going to be lean enough? Um, so I feel like right on track now. I feel good for a week and a half out. And I don't feel like I've slacked off any, you know, yeah. in these, especially this last few weeks. I've been really really going hard. So, um, you know, just making sure, um, 
check all the boxes and don't leave anything on the table, just giving it my all and doing what I can. So that's that's kind of how I feel. How do you feel, Adam? I feel, yeah, I feel that the same way. This this Olympia, you're always really, really focused for the Olympias. There's, there's never a time really where I can be like, oh, you're more focused this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I just forget a little bit about every year, like how, how intense it is, you know? And But I'm like, man, she's really intense at this one. Like she's really going for it and she's yeah. really giving her all and she really cares. Um, you know, probably probably the same as last year. I just didn't, maybe I forget every year, like how intense it gets. But uh, you could feel that, you could feel it. But you could also feel the weight. You know, you could also feel the weight of the Olympia. Um, but now that you're where you're at, I'm, I'm, I feel like a little bit of the weight's lifted now because you're, are, you are where you're at when looking at your, um, your check-ins and stuff and seeing you and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, she's, she's looking really good. Um, I'm happy with it. You know, obviously we still got a lot of variables to, to consider you, you know, one, you know, the Olympia is crazy because you prep for, you know, your whole life for it. And then you have one bad day the day before and things change, you know, it's a, so there's always that. But um, I'm really happy with how you're looking, how dedicated you've been. I'm really happy that you can walk off the stage saying, okay, there's nothing more I could have done. Um, you trained you trained five days a week with Sam, six days a week in the gym. You're doing your cardio. Like, I'm seeing you crush it. I can I can walk away and be like, okay, she did everything she needed to do, wherever you mm-hmm. place, you know? Yeah. And that's a, that's a good feeling. You know, yeah. there's always that. As long as I don't do anything stupid, make the stupid mistakes, it's, oh, those get to me. But yeah, I mean, I feel... I feel good about like my effort, you know, I don't feel like I'm, I, I have anything more to give, you know, and like we always say we, we train smart. We don't necessarily train harder, but smarter. And, um, so that means an adequate amount of like rest with my body and just listening and like, when do I need to take a little, a little breather? Like, uh, yesterday I actually took a little bit of an off day. Cause I was like, okay, I feel it. Yeah. I need to recover. So I just basically walked for my cardio, uh, yesterday. So yeah. still got in some good miles though, but, um, yeah. So it's that balance of like, you want to go hard for Olympia, but you don't want to overdo it, of course. But I think I'm, I'm in a good spot and, um, you know, it's one of those things. It's like you give your best at the Olympia, uh, but at the end of the day, that that's the only factor you can control is yourself. Because you cannot control who shows up. You cannot control how they show up. You cannot control how it will be judged. The only thing you can control is yourself. So you, you just got to bring what you think is the best. And that's going to be different for every competitor. You'll see competitors on the stage that are a little softer than me. Some that are a little leaner than me. Some that are more muscular than me. Maybe a few that are smaller than me too. Um, so in bikini, there's so much gray area. It's like you just kind of have to give what physique you think looks best on you yeah well i i think that you've done a really good job especially with what the judges have wanted from you too from year to year i think that the improvements will be will be noticeable i think people will see it i think people are already seeing it you know a little bit of the size and the shoulders and whatnot mm-hmm. your balance is still really on which i'm really happy about um you're put together really well for this so i think you're going to be this is going to be as competitive i think you've did everything you could be to be as competitive as you could be yeah so uh, yeah, whatever happens now, you know, happens. But um, I just love that you put in this much effort, that you tried new things, which you were, you know, not the most comfortable doing, like taking longer periods off, you know, this year. And, and you know, everyone knows Ashley loves to compete. <laughs> Keeping her off the stage is really hard. But luckily, I love watching her on the stage. <laughs> it works out well for me. But, um, you know, her taking extra time to to see if the, you know, taking some extra time will help her build her shoulders a little bit more and whatnot. And who knows if that netted more or not, you know, but her shoulders are better. They're more improved, I think. 
And, um, well, I know I visually can see it. And so, you know, let's, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I'm just, uh, one thing I want to do, you know, I'm really proud of you for this year. Thank you. You've, uh, you know, again, you always, your, your, your bar you set is so high, you know, but you always seem to, to rise above it, you know, mm-hmm. every year and, and do more and, and try to be your best and like never, never lose focus, which is crazy, <laughs> which yeah. is really crazy. The, it's so funny that to me at this point now, if you came in on like a Monday and you're like, Hey, I just lost it. And I had like all this cake and stuff. Like to me, that would be, I wouldn't even take it. To, I'd be like, Ashley, stop. Like yeah. <laughs> April 1st, just cause it's been so many years. But everyone else, like if they said it, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, are you like, what happened? But with you, like your dedication is so set that that would be more of the shocker to me. I'd be like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop. <laughs> so just the dedication, you know, you're just you're really good at setting that high level of expectation uh, for yourself, you know? So I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, I'm excited for everything to come right now. Yeah. The excitement period's happening. Yeah. It's an exciting time, uh, but also a very nerve wracking time, of course. And as you might have heard me explain on the podcast before, the Olympia, I like to equate it to the final exam and that comes with a lot of pressure. So basically what I mean by that is, um, you know, you can get good grades throughout the year. Like, uh, you know, I won quite a few shows this year, did good in my regular season, but Hey, this Olympia is the final exam and let's hope I pass the final exam because if I don't pass the final exam, then I fail the year. So the Olympia comes with that extra pressure because not only can you move the date, you can't move the date back or whatever, but also it seems to be what people remember you as like, um, for the entire year and next year too, they'll be like, Oh yeah, she got third at Olympia, third place in the world. So that's what people remember. And I wish it wasn't just like that. You know, um, I, I, the Olympia is a very exciting, but I also like to compete in, in regular shows as well. And some of the best memories I've made were in, in regular shows and not necessarily the Olympia because the Olympia, although exciting, I wouldn't consider it to be fun. And I hope no one takes that the wrong way. I'm very grateful to be there and it's fun afterwards, but it comes with a lot of pressure, a lot of expectation. Whereas like in a regular show, it's like more like chill, more like low key. You know what I mean? If like I'm in a regular show and maybe I'm just not as like, maybe like I'm holding like a little bit of water or something in my abs. I'm like, oh, you know what? It is what it is. But at the Olympia, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a, it's such a deal breaker, you know? So all these little things can go good and all the, and there's a lot of things that can go wrong too. And that goes for every single competitor out there. So it comes with so much pressure and I would be lying if I would say I almost I'm afraid to risk my my placing now because the last two years I was third place, third in the world. And for me, I'm like, shoot, that's great. I'll keep that. I want to keep that. <laughs> like, but now it's kind of like I'm forced to roll the dice again and see like, well, I suppose I could possibly do better, but I could also do worse. So, you know, I'm rolling the dice here in a week and a half, which I don't want to do. I want to keep my third. I like it. I liked being there. That's like, I think sometimes people would be like, well, why don't you want to be first? Of course I want to be first, but I'm not a risk taker. I'm, I'm more like a, oh no, I, I like this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you're a little more of a risk taker than I am. Whereas I'm like, I'm comfortable here. I like this. Like, it's good. It's a good spot. It I is mean, a good spot. Third, third in the world twice, number one American twice. I mean, that's, that's a good, that's a good spot. <laughs> that is be. great. Yeah. 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 So gotta, gotta roll the dice again though. Yeah. Beyond my control. So, you know, it's, a, you chose, you chose the bikini sport, this bikini sport life, you know, yes. it's, just the, it's the riskiest, it's the riskiest 
uh, division. You know, yeah. it can go, it, it can go so many ways for the same look. That's the crazy thing about bikini. You know, it's always such a hard thing to, cause you're, you're going to be able to make the argument from, let's say first, like safely first through fifth, you could pretty much make the argument of why that fifth place person could have switched to second or to first and first could have fit. Like you could just in bikini, you could just make the argument, you know, it's like, what is it? What are they thinking that day? And, and yeah. what are they doing? You know, so it's, it's, it's tough. But um, one of the things that you kind of, you did touch on in this prep is that you wanted to make sure that you were in a good place. And I think that's good to talk about to everyone, to the audience too, is what does that mean? Like being in a good place going into the Olympia week, you know, and um, that, that basically means, you know, you want to be, when you're prepping for a show, especially a big one, you don't want to use the week of peak week to lose body fat. That shouldn't be a lose body fat week. That should be a, I'm ready and I need to just maintain this and let my body rest so I can look nice and recovered. My inflammation could go down a little bit of maybe my water retention. If I have any from just lifting hard weights for this whole time and doing a ton of cardio can go down. My legs will look crispy. My tie-ins will look a little crispier when I have that recovery period um, where you're kind of just taking it a little bit easier and then feeding your body. So you, you look, the, you look right, you look full and you look round and all that. Um, so that is something that people don't think about. If you have a 16 week prep, really you have a 15 week prep. That's how I look at it. And then the week before the week before the show, that's, that doesn't count for anything in terms of losing body fat. You just want to make your body look right at that point, whatever that means. Right. So ideally it's not four days losing body fat and grinding, until Friday, because you're probably not going to look the part come come Saturday, if that's the case. Absolutely. If you do it right, if you do your prep right, peak week should, should be the easiest week. Yep. You know, letting that body recover, get rid of inflammation, just like you said. And it's funny, because some of the clients I work with, if they've never competed before, they're shocked to like, whoa, wait a minute, like, how am I, how am I losing weight on peak week when it's easier? And it's just like you said, just getting rid of inflammation, getting rid of stress, letting that body just recover, keeping a little bit of a pump in there for sure, but it should not be a transformation week. You know, sometimes it is what it is. And sometimes that's what you got to do if you're not ready, but hopefully I'm ready in time where I can just, just coast on in and just have less stress because there's already so much to think about with Olympia and I don't want another stress of like, oh, am I lean enough? That's just another big stress to worry about. So the less stress, the better, you know? So that's, you know, basically all you can do. So hopefully, you know, by the time I check in next week, you'll be like, okay, hopefully I hear music to, music to my ears and it's like, <laughs> oh, you can just this up until show day, we can just, you know, maybe do some walking cardio on the treadmill, maybe a little sweat, a little pump, but nothing like intense. So Hopefully I'm headed in that direction. We'll yeah. see next week. You've been looking good. You've been looking good. You know, it's, um, we have the perfect, the, the, the only scenario we have to worry about is, you know, we have obviously we have the perfect lighting here for everything. You look good when you're pumped up, everything you look crazy when you're pumped right now. I'm like, whoa, shoulders, shoulders have been, I've been like, whoa, on the shoulders lately with when you're, when you're working out and the detail and everything. Um, the only thing, you know, everyone's going to have to take into account is out there is the, the different climate, you know, obviously some people will get hit with that. Some people won't. It's just very hit and miss. And if we need to do really the probably come down to just, you know, doing, doing some cardio and making sure we're, we're sweating if it catches up to us or not, you know? Yeah. And so. just to clarify what you said, cause people might be confused, the climate change. So we're going from super dry uh, here in Vegas to extremely humid in Orlando. It is, it is crazy. Like how different your skin feels out there. Like, how do I say if when I come from here to going over there, I feel like I'm wearing lotion and I'm not. It's just the moisture in the air. Whereas like if I'm here and I don't put on lotion, I'm like 
crusty. <laughs> so, you know, it, your skin basically acts like a sponge at that point, you know, it's just taking in all that water and it does take a while for your body to like acclimate to that, that humid client climate. But, um, yeah, for somebody that's coming from really dry to really humid, it is, it is a, something you have to take in consideration, Yeah, you know, for that. And so it goes, it goes the other way too. I remember, um, when, uh, Elizabeth came out here, she lives on an Island, you know, she came out here and then she just like dried out. I was like, yeah. whoa, you're getting shredded. Just eating and eating and getting tighter and tighter. I was like, yeah, uh, you are drying out <laughs> with the humidity here. Yeah. So it goes both directions. So that'll be the one thing, but that's why she's going out there early. That was one of the questions that popped up too. She's going out there a week early to, uh, you know, avoid that scenario. And, and if it does happen, have uh, time to control it. So absolutely. Yeah. So as far as like trends and physique and how we see the competitors do well, uh, or what about them? is is stand out meaning like every year or I shouldn't say every year you know trends come and go with physiques and I will say like as far as what they're looking for this year they I've heard this been explained more this year than any other year and it's something that they're really trying to get the point across is like they're looking in bikini for hourglass rather than x frame Mm -hmm. so if that's the case, that works to my advantage because I definitely don't have X-frame. I have more of an hourglass. So that's a good thing, I think. Um, they're also looking for like that full round physique, which that's something more so I struggle with is like having a full physique. I guess she say, I think I'm round, but there's a difference between like crispy round and full round. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. So that's been a thing last few years. And, um, so that is, I guess, if anything I'm worried about is like, okay, hopefully I still can pull off very full, but but also be lean at the same time. I do know like in Pittsburgh, they really were like, wow, this is the fullest you've been and we love it. So that's good that they noticed that. Um, my in, in Pittsburgh, they said my glutes weren't popping as much though. So, you know, I think that might've been the reason is because I was a little bit fuller. And when you are fuller, you're likely also not going to be leaner it's like a little bit of a give and take if that makes sense so that very well could have been like the reason like my glutes weren't as popping I guess um but that is something like you know it's hard everyone like struggles with like am I lean enough am am I too lean am I not muscular enough am I too muscular so if anything that's something that I try to navigate in my head is because I know I look better leaner but Fuller is definitely more of the trend. So it's something we have to like keep an eye on. Yeah. It's going to be, there's that. And then there's always going to be that's just that small gambling factor too. Yeah. How much do we push it? How much is too much? Where do you, you know, where does that line, where is that line for you? Mm-hmm. That's going to be the the thing. And that's where you come, you know, where we say you're a genius or a jerk, right? Because <laughs> you push it too far or you nailed it and you took a risk and it was like, dang, she wins the Olympia, you know, if it's perfect. Uh, so it's like, it's one of those things. And we're talking in bikini, it's like a, a pound or two. You know, it's like the difference of a pound or two in bikini is is five spots. It's it's so crazy. It's insane how the margin of error in bikini is like, I mean, it's like the equivalent of like every, so if you like ever watched football and they bring those guys out to measure the, if they got far enough, that's like every show in bikini. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every play is that. Yeah. <laughs> that little bring the chains out. Definitely. <laughs> and just, you know, and it's different for every person too. We yeah. all have our um, level of conditioning or fullness that we look best at. And I, I do still think that I look, I'm 
I can pull off being a little bit more conditioned better. And even even when I say I'm one of the more conditioned competitors, I'm still not like the most conditioned, you know. Um, you know, in bikini, you don't want to be you want to be Goldilocks. You don't want to be too conditioned. You don't want to be not conditioned enough. You want to be in the middle. So anytime you can be like not too muscular, but not less muscular, like in the in the middle, that's always a good spot to be in because it's hard to make that um, argument like, oh, she's too lean. Oh, she's too soft whenever you're literally in the middle. Yeah. Um, so I, I think like is if we're looking at like the top five or so, I probably am one of the more conditioned usually. Um so hopefully, you know, by getting a little bit fuller, I'm not sacrificing much conditioning. Um, but I, yeah, I, maybe it, we'll see next week what we got to do as far as like carbon up and stuff, but maybe I won't even have to worry about that so much because I do feel like I put on some size. That yeah. is for sure. Um, shoulders, arms and quads. Yeah. Quads. And that's the thing too, that people, um, if you're a competitor and you're just kind of getting into it and trying to figure out that perfect balance for you, the bigger the big the more muscle you have there's a lot of benefits to it but there's also a lot of takeaways so there's always both so if you have a lot of muscle the muscle will generally pop through higher levels of body fat so you'll like see the tie-ins better so if you're having a hard time getting the tie-ins you're like man i have to get so lean to get those tie-ins well you might have to get bigger muscle to pop through a little bit more body fat and then you can have that bigger fuller look right but is that even going to look good on you? Are you going to be too big? Are you going to be too soft when that happens? That type of thing. So there's there's that part. And then if you're smaller, then you have to get super, super lean to get those those tie-ins. Well, if you are have that thicker skin, maybe that is the, the plan for you. Maybe if you have thicker skin and you have to get super, super lean, then you get a little bit bigger muscle to show those tie-ins. And that's the only answer, right? So everyone's going to have their their thing. And it's it's you remember the look that we're looking for is a is a healthy, full, round, hourglass shape. That's what we're looking mm -hmm. for. So in the end, um, I do think that I, I'm happy with the direction that it's gone with that hourglass thing because I think it, it's, it opens up to more people than the X-frame. I think it kind of separates figure and bikini a little bit better yeah. too because the X-frames, you really see that in, in figure a lot. Um, and I think it makes a, that's that one makes a very clear divide of yeah. structures of, okay, X-frame figure, you know, curvy S-curves is is bikini. And I do think that that does favor you uh, yeah. a good amount too. Yeah. I mean, even, even then I would say there was some X frames that were doing well this year, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would just, you know, say that, you know, whoever does win, I hope they're a good representation of what bikini is. And hopefully it's not like well keeny. Yeah. And hopefully it's not too like muscular, you know, taking a look back and this is where you can pull up the, the photo in 2013 when I won 10 years ago it is nothing like it is now. So, you know, I really think that hopefully whoever they choose, they're not going to be too big. Um, I hope whoever they choose, you can be like, oh, that's clearly a bikini competitor and not like, oh, is that halfway to wellness or is that bikini? I don't know. <laughs> so, cause it is, you know, cause where would you go from there? It's hard. So, there's a lot that rides on whoever wins, even like the top five. It's like a representation of what bikini should be. So whoever does win, I just hope that, you know, they fit that mold. They fit hourglass, not too muscular, not too lean, um, so that it can inspire uh, many, many competitors to come. I'm, the, I'm, bad, I'm bad on the tech today. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, I want to have this ready. I know. <laughs> well, never mind. Okay, well, just Google, Google it. <laughs> 2013, the physiques were much much different than they are now. Yeah. So hopefully it's 
Yes. And uh, bikini physique. That's the, that's the thing I'm hoping for too. And just to have the, the, the lines where, you know, this is, you know, we have the divisions in, in the order, you know, bikini, you know, figure wellness, you know, women's physique, you know, women's bodybuilding, um, you know, fitness being in kind of in between that, uh, after, you know, women's right before women's physique sometimes. So, I just, I like, I like that they have those clear lines of the division. I do think that they're doing a good job, like laying it out now, laying out the expectations. Um, you know, they did videos recently saying, Hey, this is what we want in bikini. We're not going to be rewarding more than this. Um, wellness, they've seen to been made a clear line too. said, Hey, this is, this is the champion. This is what we want you to look like. Stop getting bigger than this. Like we're, yeah. you're going to be marked down if you keep getting bigger than this. So it seems like I, I'm really happy with the direction that they've, they've kind of like put their foot down and said, we want a curvy physique. We don't want an X frame. We want not too much detail, crazy separation. And I think that um, with them putting that out there, it puts a it puts a good marker for everyone what to shoot for. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that they do um, pick that at the Olympia yeah. and it goes that direction because it's, uh, it, it, it's better for the sport too. You know, it's yes. good for the sport to have that obtainable physique where someone can look at it and say, I can do that if I worked really hard. Um, obviously, genetics are going to be a big part in structures, but something where it's not so unobtainable, you know, like me looking at the the open bodybuilders only. I'd be like, there's, there's no way I'd ever look like that. Right. <laughs> nothing I could do to look like that. Yeah. You know, so it's with bikini, it gives everyone that option. So I really like that. Um, it seems like that's what they're doing too. They're putting out the, they're putting out the saying, Hey, this is what we want. Yes. Stop. That was helpful. The, yeah. the little breakdowns of it. Yeah. Someone was talking about it in here too. Oh so. yeah. Cause here's the thing. It's like, it's impressive to be a very muscular bikini competitor, but it's not like, it's not what bikini is then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause then, what what is the limit if 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 that's the case so you know um like you said it does seem to be going in a good direction i'm glad that they clarify it but you know just something i always i always have to worry because it's like you know physiques there's always physiques that are trendy a trendy physique (laughs) if that makes sense you'll see over the years that there's been like you know a little evolution and it wasn't even too long ago, like 2020 even, like the, they weren't necessarily like super full and bubbly physiques. It was, you know, about more like the angles, I guess, but you know, it, it evolves. So I just hope I can keep up. That's You've all been, I gotta you say. Know, I will say, and, um, and you've really been able to been one of the only ones who've been able to hang with the changes of the, of the bikini division, you know, cause it's, out of all the all the molds and all the evolutions and all the all the things that's that have happened with it, you've been able to say, "Hey, okay, this is the standard now. This is what I'm going to do. Okay, this is the standard now. This is what I'm going to do. More muscle. Okay, more curves. Okay, more tie-ins. Okay, change posing. Okay, <laughs> like it was this one thing. Boom, boom, boom. This is what they want now. This yeah. is what they want now. And it was always changing. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that you're one of the last of the Mohicans up here yeah. on um on the uh, up there. And it's pretty cool to see that mm-hmm. you know the changes have made, you've been able to mold to them, which is, which is a crazy testament in its own, you know? Yeah. I don't know how to do it, but I did all <laughs> that. I did all that while competing very frequently. So, Hey. Yeah. To all the people who say you can't make improvements while you're competing so much, literally been through more evolutions than anyone in bikini. I think it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, you know, but this, um, I like, I like current bikini. I think it's a nice, healthy, full round look. Is, you know, so hopefully I can keep and keep up with that and fit that mold. So that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. And I know, and so next week we're, our, our podcast is more of like a Q and a, but mm-hmm. a, a good question here that I'd like to bring in. Sure. It's a good one from uh, Martina. And she says, do you have any personal goals for this Olympia that you may not have had in the past? Hmm. Good question. 
question. It is a good question, right? Because I think it's more of a general answer just to make improvements, just to know that I looked better than I did last time. So it's hard to like give a precise goal. I won't say it's a number goal because that's, you know, it's a little little tough to make these kind of predictions in bikini. Um, Of course, I would love to do better placing wise, but that might be a big ask, you know, to kind of make that a goal. Um, If I can get first call, that's a great goal to have, I guess. Hopefully that happens. Hopefully I make improvements from, you know, the, the previous Olympia and that's, that's all I can ask for, I guess. And hopefully I make good decisions on stage and I don't do anything stupid. <laughs> yeah. So it's a t- that's a tough one too, because it, they're minor at this that level, right? Yeah. There's and they can make little, a lot of difference though. Yeah. Like an angle could be different. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, your hair was covering your shoulder on your transition. And then, yeah, those kind of suck. Cause it's like, you know, no one's going to be perfect. And I, I got to realize that too is like on show day, I can't literally be perfect. Like no one can be perfect, but to eliminate as many mistakes as possible would be great. I want to go, you know what? I'm going to, can I pull a couple of these sure, up? I think, of course. So Morgan Freeman is in the house. <laughs> nice. I'm sure that's just a good YouTube name. If it's actually Morgan Freeman, what's I love you, man. <laughs> but, um, uh, Okay, how do you get your shoulders so 3D on show day? Most girls look tiny before, after the show, but on show day, bazooka arms. <laughs> I pump up so much. I pump up probably more than anyone backstage <laughs> on my shoulders. I don't even really pump my glutes or anything. It's all it's all arms and shoulders. I will be like maybe overdoing it just because I'm like, I don't want to be pumpless. <laughs> So I bump a lot. She's actually already started pumping for the yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm started pumping. <laughs> started this morning. Yes. She's out. Of, why are you even resting right now? What's uh, going on? Shame on me. I lost my pump already. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so yeah, it's a. You're a good. Yeah, I will say you're a good pumper too. Not just because you pump a lot, but your body like pumps up well. Mm-hmm. There's a thing that's like another genetic factor that is some people have and some people don't, but literally some when she starts pumping her shoulders it's like you stick like an the air thing in her belly button and i'm backstage just just like pumping it like a bike <laughs> if i get enough water we kind of you know there has been a few shows where i didn't maybe i i should have drank more water or something and i wasn't able to get a good pump but i think hopefully we figured that out as long as i gotta i got it sucks too because i'm going on stage quite early so it's not like i can drink that much water beforehand but we'll see what we can do um yeah. Is there another good question for us? Actually, you know what? Um, we did type in, we talked about it, the hourglass versus X-frame. Yeah. But um, yeah, we can go a little. So Tiffany says, can you explain hourglass versus X-frame? Um, so here's the thing. It's a tough one to. Better to actually show a picture. Yeah. But that if we, we'd be outing people. We don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to out any names, <laughs> but you could figure it out when I say it. So look for. Um, like a, if you look for a high lat and it's really wide up top in a, a wide clavicle base, that's like with a high lat and the, you see that in that front pose where it's opening up, um, and maybe not the widest hips, maybe not the most round hips and round curvy waist. So kind of like think of high lats, kind of a straighter waist without hips that don't pop. We don't have the 3d glutes. That would be probably more of an X frame. You're going to see more of that in like figure where you don't see the 3d glutes where you don't see that wide, that, um, we just call it the 3D glutes or the pop-out hips, right, to the waist. So, but an hourglass shape, you're not going to see such a like a, such a stark X on yes. their on their back. You're not going to see this huge open lat V taper lat. You're going to see just roundness. And a lot of them will have a higher iliac crest too, which is 
the like your hip bone, the top of your hip bone. Um, and that kind of makes the waist like a little higher up top, like above the um, above the suit strap. And you'll see when, when that's there like that, and then the waistline goes in, you'll see more of that curve, that like natural Coke bottle shape, right? Versus an upside down Dorito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a right side up Dorito. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that's a good good way to explain it. And then I would add on to that. Um, it's kind of like sharp angles versus curves. Yeah. So sharp angles would be more of an X frame, like that really sharp, like cur, cur, versus like a nice, like round curve to you, you know? So that's how I would explain it. I like the sound effects with it. Well, too. you know, because they can't, they can't, if they're just listening, they can't see my hand movements, but they can hear me. So yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So with, uh, I'm going to throw this one up there and then, uh, and Ashley put it, want me to throw it up. Ashley K could win the O. I could win the O. She could. Somebody else could win the O. We yep. all could win the O. I always say this though. The odds are against me, but then again, the odds are against everyone. everyone. There is nobody that has an over 50% chance to win. I promise you. No, no one. So if you look at it, the odds are against everyone, every I, single person. I did a video with kind of like, an. these are kind of example breakdowns of what the percentages are of people who would be likely to win based on momentum, based on shows that they've done, people they've beaten this year, placings of prior years. Um, I tried to do is like as close as I could get. And the difference is between who would be like the favorite going in percentage wise and second, third, fourth, fifth, we're talking three percentage points, two percentage points. It's because at first I was like, oh yeah, whoever is 50% chance to win, right? And I was like, that's not possible because you got to remember the year that Angelica won, she placed 16th the year before, right? So like that could happen. There could be some girl that's on no one's radar to win the show. She just comes in and wins it, right? Yeah. That it happened. It's not like it can happen. It has happened, right? So then, you know, we've seen people who are uh, placing placing lower before, um, like in the top 10 and win the Olympia. We've actually came in and won her first Olympia. Yeah. Like, so that's another variable, right? Mm -hmm. Then we have just someone being a little bit off that day and someone being a little bit better. Can three of the top five girls be just a tiny bit off that day and fourth place, fifth place be so more on than she's ever been? Yeah, that can happen too. So yeah, it's a crazy, that's why the Olympia is so crazy, especially in bikini. There's no other division that is as crazy as bikini at the Olympia because like you kind of know what's it, it's, you kind of know what's happening with the other divisions, right? You kind of like, like Chris Bumstead, huge favorite to win, right? He's a, he's a big favorite. He's going to have to be really off to, to lose that, right? Is we already kind of know, right? The top three guys are probably going to be, you know, um, him and, 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 and Dino. And we're going to see like, we're going to, we're kind of know, right? But with bikini, it's like, man, it could be literally the drop of a hat can mix everything up because it's bikini, right? And there's. It's, that's why it's so, it's so exciting, but so terrifying. It is too, right? terrifying. I'm so sorry. I know it's so it is No, it is terrifying. And you know, <laughs> it's like, I, I know this going in and, um, that's why I, I you'll never catch me being like, yeah, I'm going to win. You know, if somebody thinks I'm going to win, oh, that, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll try the best I can do, but, um, Hey, odds are against me, but odds are against everyone. There is nobody in bikini that's so dominant and such a favorite that there it's a big percentage that they will win you know so you know we all just have different size slices of that probability pie yep. so how big is your slice i don't know but no one has an over 50 percent slice i can tell you that the slices are so close that it, it's the slices are so close that it really and it's so cliche to say it, but it really is anyone's death 
It really comes down to anyone's yeah, day. And day. Yeah, not only that, it's like even even with like people with momentum or something, it's like, well, if is this the look that they're going for this year? You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, is this the 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 standard that they want to um, make for bikini? It's such a big deal because that whoever wins Olympia, like I said, will set the tone, and everyone tries to emulate that look and get as close to that look as possible. So, you know, they're going to pick somebody that they feel represents that look the best. Yeah. So, you know, whose whose day is it? That's that's the question. So, um, I wanted to go into a little bit about after Olympia because there could potentially be some excitement to be had there too depending on how the olympia goes i do want to compete after olympia so um this year i've clustered my shows instead of just doing them throughout the year i've just kind of done clustered as if you guys notice like i'll do like two here and then i'll do like i two here and then like three you know so i do want to make a little cluster around this olympia so hopefully if everything goes good i'll do olympia and then i'll continue to compete after the olympia for however long i feel like it or my body holds up for um but i the way i look at it is like it takes a lot of effort to get this in shape and this lean i don't want to just waste it on one show i want to keep going you know i just want to keep going so i say I'm going to wait till after Olympia because of course, like if something goes wrong at the Olympia and maybe I have a lot of work to do and you know, I'm just not feeling it, then I wouldn't compete after, but I really want to compete after. But another reason why I would do want to compete after word as well is, um, I'm probably not going to do the Arnold classic this year. Cause I do have to get my freaking eye surgery again. So I got to get my left eye operated on <laughs> and no it's not lasik surgery because uh, you always get those people like yeah i had lasik surgery i worked out the next day no this is not lasik they have to put me under it's strabismus eye surgery so i see double 24 7 and um last time i got the surgery done was in 2020 they did both of my eyes and this time they're only doing one eye um it sounds like the recovery is not going to be as intense as last time um, but I, it's tricky because with the Arnold, you have to put in your application ahead of time. And it's like, I don't know if I want to commit to that, not knowing how my eyes going to recover, you know, even like I can't even wear makeup or, co or contacts after for another month too. And it's like, I don't know, it's a little bit unpredictable how fast I'll recover. So I don't want to be one of those people that like sign up for the Arnold get accepted and then having to drop out. I really don't like dropping out of stuff. Like if I commit to something, I want to do it. So it just makes me a little nervous that I don't know if I would be in a position to compete at the Arnold with my eye, but you know, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I don't know. And then maybe I'll just start competing after the Arnold and I'll be good to go. We'll see. But, but anyway, all that to say is, the reason why I want to compete after the Olympia is I want to purposely like wear myself out because <laughs> if I'm not going to do the Arnold, I don't want to sit back and be like, oh man, I want to do the Arnold. Oh my gosh. Like I want to get it out of my system. I want to be so tired and exhausted that I'm like, oh my God, I need a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the plan. Things could change though. Things could change. Yeah. I'm excited for, for after the Olympia going to a couple of shows. Should yeah. be fun. If everything goes good, everything goes good. If everything goes good, then and I feel good and I look good, why not keep going on? Yeah, and there was there was another thing um, that I wanted to before we forgot about it mm. that you talked about about the Olympia and how the placings can be mixed up and how everything could change was there's also some variables that people aren't thinking about too is that 
a lot of the competitors maybe did just one show throughout the year, but then oh. at the Olympia, we're told they need to make X improvement. Oh, wow. Is that improvement now that it's a year later? Is it too much? Right? Is it not what they want now? Is it you know totally different? So there's like, yeah, yeah there's there's so many factors. It was just that one I didn't want to overpass because there's going to be a good percentage of the girls from last year's Olympia who were told to make improvements, who did maybe just one show. And come next, when you get next to the best in the world, things change on the look, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's different. So, yeah. Absolutely. And just in, in also, there are some competitors out there and maybe you're one of them, maybe not, but you're not as like consistent with the physique. Like it's hit or miss sometimes. Like some people, they have very sensitive bodies and one thing could just make them a little softer or, or whatnot. So there is the factor of, you know, is it, are all the competitors bringing their 100% or is is some of them a little less consistent? You know, that's one thing. Is this person going to be on or are they going to be 98%? Because that definitely matters at the Olympia, being 98% versus 100%. It matters for sure. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. 98%, almost every girl at the Olympia, 98% could walk into most shows and be like a strong top two favorite at 98%. Even though there's like 50 girls, most of them can probably pull off a, like if they did three shows at 90%, they probably going to get a win within there, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the Olympia, it's like, oh, 98% last call out. Like, it's crazy tough. It's brutal out there, <laughs> it's man. Brutal, it's man. brutal, man. Oh. So how does it feel to have two athletes in the Olympia again? Um, it is, um, you know, same pressures to me as it's to you. But I'm I'm a little, I'm, I do a little better with them now than I used to because being, you know, and I do it to myself. I put myself in the talked about discussions by doing so much content so I come comes with the good and comes with the bad as always um and so as you get more used to it it's just like you've gotten more used to it you get the positives you get the negatives you get the the this to that um but I just try to sit back and enjoy it and just like hey this is and I this is this is your thing it's it's you doing living your dream and I like being I like steering steering the ship you know Mm -hmm. I think that that's cool but this is your ship you know and I never lose sight of that and when I, but I, when I get to the Olympia and growing up as a kid, like bodybuilding, you know, I have, I love bodybuilding since I was like 13 years old. I got that picture behind me that I used to draw Mr. Muscles. <laughs> and my mom gave me that one day as like the best present ever. Cause I used to just draw muscles and I was like a little eight year old, 10 year old. And then looking up to all these guys in the magazines and whatnot. And then every time we walk into the Olympia stage and you do this too, like you do it. And you walk in and you're just like, hold on a second. You know, this is crazy. Like Mm -hmm. this was just a dream and now we're part of this, you know, and you get to see these lights and the stage and it's like, so grand. It's so powerful. It is like, yeah, it like, it makes you like, it makes you like teary, you know, you go in and you're like, this is the Super Bowl, man. It is so big guys. Even just to be there is quite the accomplishment. Yeah. It's 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 so big. It's like the same. It's funny because I see these movies of people who will walk out of a of a, a hallway like at a football stadium, and it's like they they always have that moment, right? When the like the guy who just got to the NFL and he walks out the stadium, he like looks around, he's like, "Whoa, I can't believe!" It. Like it's like that every year, mm-hmm. every year, and it's like you walk out and you're like, "It's so big, it's so big!" Like there's mm-hmm. just thousands of seats and these huge screens that are bigger than my gym. Like it's it is like man, this is wild. The whole world is going to be watching this. Yeah, you know? it is crazy. It's so cool, man. It's so cool. So so that and then having, you know, 
you know, both of you last year in the top 10 was like, you know, dream come true. And That's we're crazy. referring to Phoebe just so, you know, cause we yeah. didn't say her name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. weird. We're talking about like, oh yeah, she, 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 yeah, it's Phoebe. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you know, of course the better they do, the more pressure comes with it. Right. Cause it like sets a bar. Yes. Right. So it's like, oh, Phoebe was, was seven. So now anything worse than that is, is, is worse. And Burden like, of expectation. You know, it's a thing. So going into it last year with her was like, like oh, just fun. Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. And now it's like, you know, same now thing. people have their eyes on you and they expect, <laughs> which is something it's t- difficult as a competitor to deal with it, the burden of expectation. Yeah. You know, so that is one advantage that the unknowns have is like that. No pressure. It's just like, hey, I'm just going to go out there, see what happens, have fun. But when you've done it and you've won it and then, you know, I got third two years in a row, it's kind of like people expect you to be up there. So hopefully I can meet those expectations. We'll see. Um, you better believe I'm trying everything in my power. So, yeah. yeah. It's out of my hands at some point. Yeah. So I feel that weight a little bit too, but um, I'm pretty good at dealing with that stuff. You know, I I mean, just at this point in my life, I'm so like happy with my life and happy with however, how we've, what we've done and what we've Mm -hmm. accomplished. And it's way past what I ever wanted to. And so at this point, it's just like, I just count the blessings and I just say, you know, it's pretty cool and I I enjoy it and I don't let the pressure get to me. So it doesn't, because it'll affect my performance too. Mm -hmm. Because if it, if you start letting the pressure affect you as like a coach, it'll really affect your performance because you're going to overshoot on everything. You're going to be like, she's not tight enough. She's not tight enough. Like I need to, uh, you know, and it's like, and then the client will feel the pressure, you know, too, and you'll feel your stress and they'll be like, he's not confident because I can tell how stressed he is. So like, you got to get better at dealing with that stuff. And it just comes with, that just comes with time too, time and experience. Absolutely. But, but um, yeah, no, I, I genuinely just have fun. Um, this, I take, well, I'm supposed to take two weeks off a year. So all my anime clients out there, <laughs> I'm supposed to take two weeks off of you. I never do it. You know, I never do it. But um, during the Olympia, I don't do any check-ins for anyone who's not competing that week. So it, it lo- allows me to really enjoy the moment too. I can go there and train with you guys every day of the, every day of the Olympia at the gym. I can just sit back and like, just worry about you in the morning, do our thing. And then I just kind of relax the rest of the day and whatnot. But um, I get it. I get to genuinely enjoy it like a coach, but also like a fan too, mm-hmm. when I do that, you know, instead of Instead of being stressed, okay, I got to get the check-ins. I'll see you later. Like, Absolutely. You know? So yeah. it's, I, I do set that up. And I think if you're a coach there and you have anyone, you should definitely do that. Um, it makes your experience a lot more enjoyable. And you should have that. You got there, you know? You should take that time for have your make your experience more enjoyable for you. So, Absolutely. yeah. that's it. But, um, yeah, it's it's cool. And I'm very proud of you. And it's, it's just cool to see you do this at the level that you do it, at the intensity that you do it for the period of time that you've done it. That's mm. That's what's crazy. And I always say that I've said it to you before. I was like, oh, this girl might be the next, like the hard worker like you, the next. And then we, you know, six months like you. Maybe. I hate when you say that. Well, it's, you know, you <laughs> that's think- like me being like, I'm going to train with a coach. This could be the next Adam. Oh, <laughs> right. When I replace you, like, <laughs> no, like, that? not replace, <laughs> but like, as you know, maybe one day be like that level, but oh gosh. yeah, it is a little insulting, <laughs> but <laughs> well, no one's able to do it though. Trying it's, to replace me out it's, here. It's no, no one's been able to do it. It's so crazy. And it's like, that's what, that's another thing I sit back on. Cause there's never going to be another Ashley, you know, it's just, it is the reality of things. And it's, I even talked to Kimber about it. I'm like, yeah, it's just, there's not, it's never going to exist again. Not only because the, so there's, there's a lot of factors that go into Ashley. Like mm-hmm. if you're trying to make an Ashley Kotwasser, there's so many factors that are like, you're either God given or you don't, because you have to have a mental fortitude of like, I mean, of like a steel rock. <laughs> like you can't, <laughs> you can't be broken, right? You have to be dedicated. You have to love it to the point where it doesn't burn you out for you know, 16 weeks, whatever, a year, good job, right? 10 years, 
I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you in five. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it's, I'll, I'll talk to you in one. It, it's, it's crazy to see. And so I'm like, you know, it's crazy to have someone who's so good, who's so willing to compete so often, who is such an ambassador of the sport. And, you know, talking to him, I was like, I'm going to enjoy is, is, as long as this, as long as this train lasts, I'm going to, I'm going to ride this train as many shows, have as many memories, as much fun as we can. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a crazy thing that you're doing. What you're doing Heck is yeah. crazy. You've changed the sport. Um, you know, no, I don't think anyone could really, anyone could really argue that, you know, you've changed the thank sport you. of bikini. Well, thank you for being such a great coach and putting up with all my shenanigans, all my, all my shenanigans, my crankies, my, my crazy competition schedules, all that you make it fun. I don't think I'd still be doing it if you weren't my coach. Cause you're just so fun. You make it fun. So it makes all the difference in my experience for sure. Yeah, so this is like so fun to me. I'm living like the best life. You guys have no idea. I'm, I'm like one of the happiest people. I swear. I really am. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with my genuine, like my general happiness and smiley Mm -hmm. and always like, like, uh, just how I'm always just in a positive mood. Cause like wake up. I mean, there's no, there's no way of denying there's always going to be stress with it too. Yeah. I wake up, I think about fitness, like literally I'm not out of bed and I'm looking at my emails, whatever, right. When I'm in bed, right. Who checked in for peak week today, whatever, right. Go to sleep, thinking about it. The Olympia, the next, the last two months, every day, I don't, hopefully I get an hour of not thinking about it here and there. You know, it's, it's pretty minimal. It does consume you. It's pretty it minimal, you know, but the, the out, the offset of that and the fun and the, the glory that goes with it and the, the possibilities and just the, it's so, it's such a, it's a, it's like its own, it's like its own drug, right? It's yeah, like, a, yeah. it's like, I would never, you know, I don't drink, I don't do drugs, I don't do anything. But that to me is like, that's like the daily high, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, she's going to, she, she got a chance, you know, she looks pretty good. Is it good enough? Is it too much? Is it this? Is it that? And it's like, it just keeps me, it just keeps it fun. And yeah. it's like the the daily like purpose, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I hope you guys, I know this pod, these podcasts, this one, this Olympia one always gets a little in the feels, right? <laughs> but um, for all of you out there that are aspiring to be, competitors one day I hope you all get to and coaches too like I hope you get to have that feeling because that feeling I can only explain it as a coach but at that feeling of accomplishment that feeling of like you did it in just utter joy and happiness of seeing like when you get in that like you got in third twice so I, I'm, I'm I'm stoked last two years like that was so rewarding for mm-hmm. me and um I hope that everyone gets to like feel that. And I, I, I can only imagine your side of it being, you know, 10 times crazier. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, it gets crazier each year. Cause I'm just like, how am I still here? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. And you know something, I just, I never forget how good of a life I have it. So I think that helps me along too. I'm very blessed with all the support I get, like in my awesome coach, I have a good, I have a good life. I never forget that. And I think that's really what keeps me going. And I will sometimes say sometimes what happens to people who find success is they're, they're very grateful. They have gratitude, but that gratitude turns to greed and they start to expect things. And I never want to be in that position where I expect things. So I'm, yeah, I'm just a girl from Akron, Ohio, living my best freaking life. Like Cinderella. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Like we think about what we think about it because the, the stories that we've, you know, we talked about them before, but it's, it's pretty crazy. It's you know? pretty crazy. It's like, shoot, look what we've already done so much. It's Everything nuts. else is icing on the cake, but gosh. What the, the sport, what it's done for us. Yeah. I never it, thought I'd be here. It's crazy. You know, like mm-hmm. gr- growing up, I'd, 
growing up, I had a, you know, my, I, I've told this story before. My mom didn't even have a room, a bedroom. So she slept on the couch for five years, six years mm -hmm. of my life. And, um, you know, we had two bedroom apartment. I had a room. My sister had a room. My mom, slept on the, my mom slept on the couch with my aunt on the other side of the couch on this L couch, right? And it's like, you know, you, you work, it's fitness that changed that for me. Fit, like, isn't that crazy? So this weekend I talked about a little bit on the Instagram. I just bought a house for our athletes. Like it's like now my mom didn't have a room and now I bought a house for athletes. Like that's stupid <laughs> like, mm -hmm. because of IFBB, right? Because yeah. of NPC. Like it can, that's what I love about this. It could change your life so dramatically. And for people out there who are like, oh, um, you know, not me or whatever, thinking it can't, like there is, all it took was just dedication for years and years. Ashley's dedication years and years, my dedication years and years. And it's like, your whole life is just so awesome now, you know, it's so cool. So I hope you guys, you know, use this a little bit, a little bit of a pep talk, I guess, or story talk about for motivation for you. Because a lot of times when you're competing out there, you don't see that light at the end of the tunnel because it's a, it's a, it's a small light. I admit that it's a small light and not everyone's going to get it. But if you keep working and you stay diligent and you never take your foot off the gas, you're going to get some of that light. That light's going to get a little bigger for you, if, if not consume you like it has for me and Ashley. But, um, yeah, so I, I wish you guys all that luck. And I hope to see and meet a ton of you at the Olympia. Yes, come meet us. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. So I'll be at the Meet the Athletes event on Thursday evening. And Adam might be hanging around that area, too. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll definitely be there. If you guys see me and I'm walking through the expo, say hi, you know, make sure to say hi. Don't be, don't be shy to say hi. I love, I love meeting people. Yeah. Sometimes I have my headphones on, um, when I'm in the expos and stuff, Why? I'm really, you know, I'm like the music and I'm really noise sensitive. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I have these weird, like, what are they called? Eccentricities, right? So, but, but it's like, I just don't like super loud. I'd rather listen to like a YouTube video and walk through the crowd than listen to like the view. That's yeah. Interesting. It's weird. I know it's weird. And Phoebe's always making fun of me too for it, but, uh, but it also gets me out of like, when I'm walking through booths and um, there's like companies that want to like do something with the team and like it's like a 30 minute combo, it, it allows me to escape that at the same time. Because when you do have a team, people do want to, which is great. It's a blessing. Uh, but they'll be like, hey, you know, how can we help you out? And you want to be proper. You want to be polite. And because you might you might actually want their product. But at the Olympia, I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Day. I want right. to enjoy this. Next. Let's not do any business Focus talk here. on the show. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So it does help with that, too. <laughs> So not only will I be at the Meet the Athletes event on Thursday evening, if you want to catch me at the Expo, I will be at the Expo on Friday at 2 p.m. at the Trifecta booth. Ooh, so cool. I'll be there for like one hour, I think. So hopefully I get to see you guys at some point during the weekend. And um, same thing with Adam. He might be close around somewhere. Who knows? If you see me, he's probably somewhere. Yeah, probably there somewhere. Probably there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Uh, send us your well wishes in the comments. Thank you guys again for everything. I know it's not the the end of the year, but but I uh, do. We we really appreciate you guys and and what you've done for this podcast too. This is always kind of like a final, right? It's always like a final year type of thing, even though it's not the final year. You know, it's like <laughs> it's not even November yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you guys next time.